0: Hello, welcome to Business Life Coming Up. Finance analyst Professor Williams Pipera calls on government to leverage its numerous warehouses in the country to store excess food to sustain their downward inflationary trend.
1: This is the time that we have to store most of the food products that we have produced. So then we release them onto the market through the Ghana um, um, Buffer, buffer Stock Company uh, Limited. Stock Company. Mm. So more funds should be made available to the Ghana Buffer Stock Company to be able to purchase a lot of food stamps and store them.
0: World Trade Organization considers making Ghana the standard for e-commerce following significant growth.
2: Up to Ghana make decision to join this uh, negotiation or not, but we would like to find the relationship between you know the uh, the business development and the um, policy framework.
0: Last, longtime entrepreneur Shikafrid Rai Amining ventures into a new business of making spices. The Joy Business Van has her startup Easy Cuisine. We have details of these and many others coming your way all in a moment. Please stay. Grateful for your company. I am Pius Kojobaka. Let's now settle for the details. An associate professor at Andrews University, Professor Williams-Pepra, has called on government to leverage on its numerous warehouses in the country to store the excess food in the market to sustain downward inflationary trend. His comment follows the slowdown of inflation for the month of August 2023 of 40.1% from the 43.1% recorded in July 2023. Now, food inflation witnessed a decrease to 51.9% from the 55% previous month. Before we hear from Professor Prefa let's take a listen to government statistician, Professor Samuel Kobnenim addressing the media on the inflation figures.
3: The line figure for August 2023, rate of inflation stood at 40.1%, indicating that between August 2022 and August 2023, prices of goods and services generally have went up by 40.1% over the one year period. That is between August 2022 and August 2023, general prices of goods and services went up by 40.1%. While we continue to see higher rates of inflation, this is the first time that we've seen a slowdown in the rate of increase in our rate of inflation. Last month, July 2023, the rate of inflation stood at 43.1%, and this was on the back of consistent increases in the rate of inflation in the last five months. we're now seeing a slowdown in the rate of increase by 3.0 percentage point with the rate of inflation slowing down from 43.1% in July 2023 to 40.1% in August 2023. Based on the disaggregations from a food and non-food perspective, we recorded a 21 percentage point difference between food inflation and non-food inflation, with food inflation 50 point, 51.9% for the month of August 2023 and non-food inflation 30.9%. Respectively, food inflation and non-food inflation have slowed down by 3.1% and 2.9% given the rates that were recorded for July 2023. Further disaggregating the headline figure of 40.1% for inflation on imported items and inflation on locally produced items. Inflation on locally produced items stood at 40, 42.4% for the month of August 2023 relative to 86.2%. 36.2 percent for inflation on imported items for the month of august 2023 in the last 12 months it's the first time we've seen a higher rate of inflation for locally produced items relative to inflation for imported items from a geographic point of view we identified the the northeast region recording the highest rate of inflation of 60.1 percent and the greater accra region recording the least rate of inflation of 31.8 percent for the month of august 2023 Inflation from the perspective of month-on-month inflation we recorded deflation of 0.2% for the month of August 2023. Disaggregating this from a food and non-food perspective, both food and non-food inflation recorded a deflation of 0.3% and 0.2% for the month of August 2023.
0: Reacting to this, Professor Williams-Pripoa admonished the government to take proactive steps to sustain this
1: trajectory. Um, as a basic need for all man beings, um, food is uh, is an essential element mm. and as I mentioned earlier on, um, the government has already built about a thousand warehouses across the country to be able to bring some form of stability this is This is the time that we have to store most of the food products that we have produced, so then we release them onto the market through the Ghana. Um, buffer buffer uh, limited. Stock Company mm. So more funds should be made available to the Ghana Buffer Stock Company to be able to purchase a lot of food stocks and store them and then they release them onto the market in times that they are not available um, I'm sure um, onions and other um, 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 fruits or, or, or vegetables are going to be a challenge, especially because of the conflict or the instability in in Burkina Faso and Niger. Mm. Strategically, uh, the government must take steps to be able to address this issue. If not, um, when it gets to the time that they are needed, especially in October, November, and December, and they are not in session, it's going to drive food inflation. So strategically, um, now that we have them available, we should be able to think of um, putting plans in place to find a way to store. The advice to also t- to um, food mothers or anyone involved in cooking, there are so many ways we can preserve onions. And um, these are the, the time that probably we should be able to um, do that and then be able to use them when they are not in, in, in season. So these are, there are a lot of mechanisms that can be put in place. from so the macro level, what the government, the government needs to do and the micro level, what the individuals also need to do in our homes to be able to ensure that um, you know, inflation does not get out of hand. Let's go to Switzerland,
0: shall we? World Trade Organization has indicated that it is looking at the option of allowing other African countries to learn from Ghana when it comes to e-commerce. It follows the significant growth that Ghana had recorded in this space Deputy Director General of the World Trade Organization, who disclosed this to Joy Business at Geneva in Switzerland, says Ghana's case is interesting.
2: Uh, we're not surprised because uh, we know that uh, uh, the Ghana introduced a very uh, uh, business-favorable uh, policy. And uh, you have very good uh, young professionals in this regard. So it's good. Uh, but uh, we would like to uh, find... Out the specific uh, rationale uh, for the uh, economic development of Ghana, mm-hmm. because someone, someone argued that mm-hmm. without WTO, without rulemaking process, actually Ghana can can still mm-hmm. can, can still develop quickly. Mm-hmm. But why we need WTO? Mm-hmm. That's not you know what we we are thinking about. Mm-hmm. We would like to see the WTO can make a contribution mm-hmm. to the further quick development of Ghana mm-hmm. and provide a more stable. Below my mm. more meaningful environment
4: for future development, mm. and so do you think the other countries can also learn from us yeah. in terms of how we've that, done yeah. so much? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. what, mm. what platform
2: are you going to you provide know, to us? It's up to uh, Tana make a decision to join this uh, negotiation or not. But we would like to find the relationship between you know the. Uh, yeah, business development and um, policy framework mm-hmm. and regulation. So that's, you know, the purpose of that. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so let's get on Zoom and speak to my colleague George Yaffe, who is covering the World Trade Organization's Global Public Forum Conference. George, good to know you are on with us on Business Life. What else has the Deputy uh, Director General of the World Trade Organization been talking about?
4: Sir Zan, and initially that was not the original conversation. So I myself, I was really shocked when he said that this has been based on a report that the WTO had put together that shows that we've recorded some significant growth. And not only the growth uh, piles, mm-hmm. but we also put in place certain structures to aid the growth of e-commerce. And for him, being an African country, being able to put in place all these structures, They want to look at how other countries can learn from Ghana and also the fund or the organization is prepared to uh, provide the required funding uh, for Ghana to grow in this space. Other thing that he's been talking about is the whole idea about the BTU in terms of what they are doing to deal with dispute dispute. I mean settlement in the organization. There have been concerns about other developed economies moving away from the organization to find other mechanisms in dealing with disputes and he believes that Listen, all the reforms are being done to ensure that all the concerns of member countries, including developing and developed countries, are addressed in the organization. There was also a question about the African free trade area. And he believes that this presents a huge potential for Ghana and even other African countries if all the bottlenecks are addressed. The WTO is also willing to support various countries in the region on how they can take advantage of the opportunities that this pact brings to various countries in the region, including Ghana. And, George, I do know that you've been
0: having some engagements with some trade analysts on Ghana's um, trade expansion challenges.
4: What have they been telling you as well? So, look, I've been, I've been engaging with Mr. Bogoro. He is a trade analyst and also a program officer with the Third World Network. Mm. And he's been given several arguments. He believes that government has to work to deal with the risk. That is associated with agricultural sector and also trade infrastructure because you might not want to blame the bank per se that if government deals with all these problems then you de-risk the sector then the funding can come because if you go through the btu report it shows that ghana is missing out when it comes to global trade and he thinks that if these issues are done or are corrected uh, ghana can really make a headway pious Grateful, George, you are for your time here on Business Live. Let's stay a while
0: longer on matters that has to do with trade and, of course, um, trade expansion challenges. We are joined on Zoom by um, the West Africa Regional Director of CATS International, Accra, um, Apia Kusi Adumaku. Uh, Mr. Apia Kusi, uh, Kusi Adumaku, grateful for your time. Now, do you hold the view that the World Trade Organization's warning is not new considering the fact that importers have always complained of high charges at the ports?
5: Yes, thank you, and good evening to your viewers of Joy Worldwide and also in Ghana. I think, as you rightly said, the report is not something that is new to Ghanaians here. Even last year, we saw how the city suffered a lot of adversity. Perhaps this year has seen some level of st- a relative stability. And so, we do expect that the banks will be able to work. Lend more support for for uh, trade finance, and also you can also see that government is also trying to this policy of uh, the uh, import substitution. So somewhere late last year, the Bank of Ghana said that it was going to withdraw foreign support for importation of some products. That also meant that uh, importers of those products did not get the needed forest to import those uh, commodities.
0: Again, do you think that the situation puts Ghana in a disadvantaged position where the country could lose um, some form of trade, particularly in the area of Aftar?
5: Uh I think this is not going to have any effect on AFTA because if you look at most of the imports of these products, they come from Asia, India, China, and partly the US and, I mean, Europe. Uh for African trade, Ghana is doing very well. We are exporting to our neighboring countries, Burkina Faso, Nigeria, Cote d'Ivoire, and also South Africa, as well as Kenya. I think as a country, it's good that we have enough support to support who want to import goods into the country. But in the long run, we should be able to build a robust uh, manufacturing sector the standards will be able to produce and consume things we want here that I'm always having to import. All of these things are kind of putting a lot of pressure on the Ghanian city. Beginning of last year, the city was somewhere around 5 dollars to a dollar. And then, towards the end, almost 15 dollars to a dollar. And we saw the impact we have on the economy. And I think that government, this not be, I mean, a political mantra, but... I'm saying that government must be concerned about how do we ensure that we support local businesses to be able to produce and uh, support to other markets so that we can also have enough forest trades to support
0: the city. Indeed, I was coming to that in relation to affordable funding for trade purposes, especially for SMEs. right?
5: Yes. Affordable trade funds. Go ahead, sir.
0: Okay, you finish your point, sir.
5: No, you go ahead, and then I will add it to your next question.
0: All right, so I was about asking, um, how can we be competitive in the area of trade to make our ports attractive to investors compared to uh, neighboring countries or our competitors?
5: I think I would say that as a country, we have inflicted a lot of goods and hardship on the, at the ports. Now, when you import the goods in, uh, into the country, there are lots of taxes and tariffs there. All of these things are kind of what? Warding away uh, people who would have used our port. And until we see the port as uh, a trade infrastructure rather than revenue uh, or a cow, we will always not make the port work for those who want to do a business. Every day, you go to the port. There's a new tariff. There's a new tax, and most of these even come unannounced. Mm. And I think that government should stop uh, that. I mean, at least we all know that all major tar- taxes and fees are determined during the government budget. But some way, somehow, every year, every day, or a month, we hear that new fees, new fees, and uh, levies have come to the uh, to port. Mm. And all of these things are kind of making our port uncompetitive for Ghanaian businesses and also uncompetitive for other West African countries that want to use their port as a conduit for receiving or all keeping right. their goods.
0: All right. Thank you very much, um, Dr. Sir, for your time here on Business Life. It's Apiakusi Adumaku, um, West Africa Regional uh, Director of CAS International, speaking to us there. You're still watching Business Life. More after this break. <music>
6: Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still they chop better with Ecobank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, Store and discover the smart way to bank. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank.
7: You are your own person, unique, one of a kind, special. That's why you deserve everything tailored to suit your particular taste, your preference, your needs. Just like MTN, just for you. You can get customized offers tailored to who you are. Dial style 141 hash or use the MyMTN app to get to choose from a variety of offers made just for you.
1: Hello, welcome
0: back. Shika Fedra Aminin is not new to business, but she's trying something new, that is making spices. The Joy Business Van heads to the production center of Easy Cuisine, where Shika makes a variety of spices. The startup is just a year old, but Shika has so much to share on her journey.
7: Hello, Joy Business Van. My name is Shika Fidra. I'm the CEO of Easy Cuisine. You are most welcome to our approach- Oh, how many have you sealed so far? Is the retort ready for sterilization? You are preparing the retort. OK. I hope we'll you, you, be done soon. Eh?
8: Okay. Fedua Amenin has found a new love, making spices. Chika is not new to doing business, but production of spices is a whole new experience for her. It started as a thought.
7: I was just sitting in exactly this very chair. Relaxed, wanted to have some rest alone in this house. They just dropped that. Don't you think a changer is a bit cumbersome when working with And then literally as well, when women are given the opportunity. When you work with it, don't you think it will work well with you? I just said yes. And that was how it dropped.
8: Ghanaian meals are quite sophisticated with a wide variety of flavors and spices. Making of the spices can be quite cumbersome and time-consuming. Already made spices for local dishes would definitely be convenient for especially the middle class.
7: So from the onset, it was... Am I going in for it? How am I going to start? Which bottle will I use? How am I going to do the whole thing? Is it powder? Is it paste? How am I going to repeal all the ginger, skin and the garlic and all that I was thinking?
8: After doing some research, Shika decided to try it
7: out. I just started with some small money, about 500. I came home. And I bought just a sack of ginger. Only ginger is the first thing I did. And I produced about 70 pieces of the ginger in the jar. I was so excited. I felt so fulfilled that I have been able to let the dream become a reality. And I tried to introduce it to friends around me, loved ones, and I realized it was going.
8: That was great encouragement for Shika then she started experimenting with varieties, ginger, garlic, a mixture of both, spices for meat, chicken, fish, you name it. Today Shika and her team are making a mixture of ginger and garlic, both vegetables are salted and go through a grind. After grinding, the paste is packaged in either a plastic container or a can. For many months, she can make the spices for just family and friends upon request. Now she is taking the bold decision of going commercial and she has a mission for easy cuisine.
7: I realized that in the market, there is a lot of monosodium, most of even some of the natural spices that I mentioned, we have uh, preservatives. And that is another thing. So for us, we are going all out for natural, natural, natural.
8: Shika has invested in equipment for mass production. She is loving the journey so far, despite setbacks.
7: We tried to seal about 500 cans, and it looked like it sealed. We did, we um, sterilized them, and then we kept them in incubation. Three days, we realized that they were busting out. That means they were not well sealed. And we were at a big loss for the 500 pounds. Along the line, I said, Who has pushed me into this?
8: Shika felt like giving up, but family and friends encouraged her. Now, her focus is to expand the market reach of Easy Cuisine. She's taking baby steps.
7: We started from the area. So they have started showing it to people, mentioning the price and all that. And so that's what we have done for about two days. And we are working on our flyers to come out. We are thinking of doing a float in the marketplaces. that they will be aware after that we go to the churches for people to be aware because the first thing we think of is the awareness because if you are not aware you don't know what to do
8: shika is taking advantage of social media too she already has her eyes set on the export market
7: Outside The UK have come for some samples Australia has come And we have sent a sample to you at United States For Ghana too, we are we are ready to Compete with our competitors And take over the market
8: The global spices market Accounted for 15.9 Billion dollars in 2018 And is estimated to be 22.8 billion By 2026 There's a lot of money to make in there This van was brought to you by EcoBank, the Pan-African bank. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri
6: Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys, boys at our usual fufu joint, but even without cash, we still jump better with EcoBank mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank.
0: And that's how we part company here on Business Life. I am Pios. Could you back up for more stories? You can get them on myjoyonline.com forward slash business to enjoy the rest of our programs. International Business is next.